One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the 19th episode, part one, of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows and counting that we will be studying. Katie, 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 Kate. Hello. Hi, Hi Polly. <laughs> Kate, this listeners will have been shaken to the core when I said 19th part one. Do you want to explain why? Yes, we have a lot of content for you. We pulled uh, this show, 90 Day Single Life, last week. And we also pulled Sister Wives again. (sighs) And how we're doing Sister Wives, since there's a million seasons, Mm -hmm. is we segmented it. So it's like we had the episode seasons one through four that you might have listened to. And if you haven't, you should. And then- We're going to be recording seasons five through eight, and then we'll do the last seasons as another episode because there's just, there's no way to cover it all in one, which we will probably get on the wheel of shame today, by the way, because it's been the fact that we got sister wives twice from the wheel of shame. it, It was so strange. It was so odd. The, the universe wanted us to talk about Cody Brown a lot this month. And we did, we will have a lot to talk about when we get to that one. Um, So yeah, as Kate says, listeners, we are just doing 90 Day Single Life because of course you will remember our excitement last episode when we hit hit a 90 day. I know we've had Love in Paradise, but 90 day really getting in there with these legends. um, It was a biggie for us. So we wanted to just dedicate a whole episode and then next week we'll get uh, 19th episode part two and that'll be All Sister Wives four through two or five through to eight. I think that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, 
before we move on, Kate, talking about this, as we dive into 90 Day, I'm going to ask you to read the synopsis in a second. But I wanted to let you know that I decided to, I needed some background TV. And what else is TLC known for but background TV? So it should actually have that as is, as its like um, uh, tagline. The TLC channel, when you just want TV on in the background. <laughs> so I, I went and I, I had seen that there is a new season airing right now of Love in Paradise. Now, listeners, we had, it is technically, as Kate had said, before she'd corrected me when I'd said we have no 90 day before this it is part of the 90 day franchise to me you know it's periphery it's not as legendary as obviously the original or 90 day the other way all of those ones but you know it's part of the franchise we reviewed the first season which was the only one available um I don't know how many episodes Kate ago but whatever it was a few ago And Kate and I were not really enthralled because we were like, there's no drama. You know, when you get 90 day, the casting's usually exquisite. Like you want people fighting. You want dark secrets. You want all of it. And we didn't really have that. But Kate, I decided to give it another go for this new season. And Kate, you need to start watching it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Kate, it's really good. You are open there's only like four episodes it's out every friday there is the first woman you meet is a new yorker that's four foot eleven fallen (laughs) fallen in love with her shit where was it it wasn't costa rica it was um where was louise from in um 90 day actually we're going to cover with molly where was he from is it venezuela no Wait, wait 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 Oh, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yes. Okay. She, this four foot 11 woman from New York fell in love with a six foot, like five, um, fitness personal trainer from the Dominican Republic. She's like, he was, he was a fitness instructor at my, um, at my hotel. And, you know, we looked at each other, we just fell in love. He doesn't speak English, but you know, we're just so in love. So I'm going back there now, um, next week to marry him. He, he doesn't have any money. I do pay for everything. Um, and he wants to come over to the States and have a house in the Dominican Republic. So I do need, there are a couple of things I need to chat with him about, you know, before we get married next week. Oh, and also he wants me to have his baby, but I'm 45. It's, there it is. <laughs> it's like tick, 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 tick. You are now part of the 90 day franchise. You are in. You are in. There is a man from LA that's going to meet a guy that he's fallen in love with in Colombia, Colombia. And um, this guy's hairline is one of the most perplexing things I've ever seen in my entire. I thought it was an atrocious wig, but it's real. Anyway, he doesn't drink because uh, questionable reasons why he doesn't drink. He says that he had a family that was alcoholics, whatever. He doesn't drink. He's also, and it's a gay relationship, and they're very open about saying he's a top and his partner's a top only. Uh, And listeners, if you're not familiar with uh, that, just Google it. Um, So 
they he hmm. keeps saying don't really know how this is gonna work and so the guy from LA is like, you know what I figured we could do? Because of course, Chelsea keeps asking them, what are you going to do about sex? What are you going to do about sex? He goes, well, what I thought I could do is I'm actually, I'm actually polyamorous. So I think we just need to get someone that's really, really hot for the both of us. So we'll just be in a polyamorous relationship and that will solve our sexual problems. Get a bottom boy. Yeah, that's what we We'll get a bottom. And so in... The guy, the guy in uh, in um, Colombia is like, I am monogamous. I don't, I'm not, don't do anything polyamorous. I only want to be with him, but I'm only a top. They argue constantly over the phone, but they're like, oh, it's gonna be great when we see each other. Guess what? It's not great when they see each other. It's so good. I, I, listeners, if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Kate, you need to watch it. It's really good. Should we cover it? I feel like, oh, shit. maybe. Okay, it's a good one. I'm telling there's a lot of stuff in it. Okay. And there's the woman, the only one returning is the woman from the season we reviewed. Remember, she got pregnant by that guy and mm-hmm. she was like nearly crying about how she'd got pregnant. They went to see each other. It was super awkward. She's back with a baby. Oh, Lord. And <laughs> she's surprised that this man who, to his, to, to his credit, has been very very open of like we're not really in a relationship i want a relationship with my son that's it she goes ballistic when she finds out that he's been dating other people he also works at a nudist resort so i mean it's just it's really good i'm really good i'm okay good did did you watch the latest uh 90 day original uh yes because it's out every sunday isn't it so mm-hmm. yes i have um what happened in it which one was that um it was uh which, hang on, what happened oh of course it's jibri oh yeah jibri or jibri or whatever his name is jibri and miona why do they sit here's a question why do they sit at a dinner table with fake leather jackets on that got me through i'm not that it's fake leather because nobody should be wearing leather because it's animal cruelty but um the fact that they're wearing jackets at the dinner table unnerved me and that mother's like so why don't we talk about how you're being forced into marriage awful it's it doesn't fail oh i did hear something <gasps> i got a bit of a well yeah we can say it i mean I read on, of course, a very, very reputable site or an Instagram post that um, Emily has another kid. Can you believe? Okay. Okay. (laughs) When you think someone's a moron and they prove they're a moron and then they're like, let me show you how much of a moron I actually am by bringing a a human life into this world. (sighs) Well, you see it on the preview. I thought we had, it kind of rang a bell that she's going, oh, I think I need a pregnancy. I do remember that. And they're like, the one thing that my dad told me not to do, and he's going to pay for everything, but I just can't get pregnant again. And then what does she do? She gets pregnant again. And they're just stuck together forever now, even though they don't get along. They don't get along at all. I just don't understand the audacity of just saying, I have a child, but guess what, mom and dad, you have to pay for it. And I have to live under your roof. It's wild. Oh, and oh, by the way, I spent a couple thousand dollars on this ring for myself. Don't, don't, I just. And I'm a part-time nanny. It's like, 
what are you doing? Just what are you doing? Seriously. Well, luckily for this, I mean, Kate and I really could go on about everything that's going on right now, but we should move on. But I do say that I actually do have some alcohol in the house this week, Kate. (gasps) Oh, thank God. I'm drinking, I'm going back to something, you know, I've said to listeners before, I do love my cool lagers, ice cold lager in the summer. There's nothing better. It's very English of me. Um, Got my Stella. Love Mm. a Stella Artois. A crisp Stella. Oh, crisp Stella. Unbelievable. What about you? You partaking? Yes. Well, it's empty, honestly. I am due for a fresh one, but this is from Adelbert's Brewery in Austin, Texas. It's a really cool can. It's tie-dye. That is cool. It is an IPA, fresh and hoppy, pretty good. And if they need reviews or to get any ads out, we are available. Yeah, that was a free ad for that them. Was a fr- are we kind? And you know what? Stella Artois is going to be like, guess what? The You know, the the, the um, advertising department tomorrow at Stella Artois is going to be like, did you did you guys hear? We were mentioned on that podcast about TLC shows. Let's send them cases. That would, You know what, Kate? I don't think we should get sponsored by alcohol um, companies because they'd start sending us free alcohol. We'd, we'd be, we'd honestly our lives would be more of shambles than they are right now and that's (laughs) we gotta keep it together for the listeners for the listeners listen why don't i do you um a favor and i'll read out the description if you want to go and get yourself a freshie that's why you're such a good friend there we go all right listeners let's take a look i'm gonna have to get my notes up here listeners let's take a look all right we have okay so we are going to be going oh this is like, I haven't done this just first time before. I'm always second, but this is all good. All right. We are going to read the synopsis of um, what TLC gives us for 90 Day The Single Life. <clears throat> now single, six 90 Day Fiance favorites are looking to find love again while attempting to let go of the baggage from their past. They must navigate the world of online dating, setups, and first dates and learn to become exclusive with someone new this is gonna be well we know what it's gonna be we need to dive in Kate do you want to start us off on the first season because there's two seasons by the way two seasons of this yes so in season one they start out with big ed uh making or he's getting professional photos taken of him for his many dating profiles. He's dressed up as Elvis. Mm -hmm. He tells us, I like dating younger women. And it's like, Ooh, wonder why. Oh yeah. yeah, Because you're emotionally abusive. Um, so Ed, you will remember from, uh, 90 day was it before the 90, right? Oh yeah. It must've been actually, cause he went over to the Philippines. Yeah. See Rose. Mm -hmm with Rose and he told her she needed to shave her legs and her breath's bad. And yeah, I mean, he was, he was a disaster when he went over there and this girl was like 19 or so. It was just, everything was really, really bad about it. And he went over there um, and he became like a kind of very sympathetic creature at the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, he's tiny. If you don't know who Big Ed is, once again, Google him, but I'm sure you do if you listen to this, just puts mayonnaise in his jet black dyed hair you know doesn't have an he was called no neck ed 
you can see in the pictures why. And he's like four foot 11, looking for love, raised his daughter on his own. And you're like, this is a good guy. You just want someone. And then he goes over to the Philippines to find a 19 year old. And you're like, ooh. And that didn't work out. I mean, the big shocking, obviously. What a shocker. The shock heard round the breakup heard round the world. <laughs> and so she was adamant about wanting kids and he's in his fifties and mm-hmm. is like, no, I'm not having more kids. And she, that was her out basically. I mean, yeah. you could tell she hated him the whole time. Yeah. Um, so that's how that ended. That was his last relationship. So now he is, uh, taking photos for his dating profiles. He's like desperate to get in another relationship. Desperate. Um, should we go all through, through all of yeah, that? Should we do this? Um, should we just do, should we do storyline by storyline? Should we just go? Yeah. Let's, let's go, go into Ed. Ed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So, um, Ed is falling for this waitress. Oh, God at this restaurant that he frequents. And let me be clear, he frequents it because he's basically stalking her. He's a sure, sure. You know, he's, he's one of these guys that's like, he thinks he's a cool regular, but really everyone's rolling their eyes. Like, Oh, here he is again. We've all been there. And we just want the tips, dude. We just, Mm. the waitressing days that Kate and I have done. Yeah. You get it. And you're nice because you know, it's your job, but they just, they just, don't it's like a stripper it's like a stripper you know strippers work to get their money so they have to tell these men they're fabulous and they want to hang around them because they're working for their money exactly the same as waitressing these men come in oh i'm just in it got my you know what my regular you know my regular you make it so well and you have mm-hmm. to stand there and get ah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah that's what ed is doing and, and let's just let's, let's not forget it. her name's liz this waitress that he Sorry, I was going to say frequents a restaurant, stalks. And Liz has a child. Yes. Liz is how old, Kate? Uh, 28. 28. She's younger than his daughter. And this, and she's, you know, attractive enough girl, looks after herself. She's in shape. And this man is going there being utterly creepy and genuinely thinks this woman is going to like me. Well, maybe I was in for the shock, Kate, because what happens? What happens is Ed asks her to come over to his table. She's awkwardly standing there. He puts her on the spot on camera and asks her if she will go on a date with him. And she does what? She agrees. She says, okay, Sure. And so, you know, we can get past that because you're like, you have a film crew here. You have a camera in your face and they're like, we go on a date with them. Sure, I'll do it. I'll go on a date with him. It's like not a big deal. Like I kind of know him from coming in and I have a film crew with me. It's going to be fine. Right. They, they go on this date for what, And you know, he's one of these men that it's so awkward. It's so awkward. It's when a man, and it's usually an older man, older man than you, is trying to get your attention and thinks they're amusing or thinks they're funny, well, desperately thinks they're funny. So they'll crack a line or a really lame quip that you'd see in something like two and a half men. And <laughs> he goes afterwards, uh, only joking. You know, he says it so much. He says it after almost everything he says. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. 
So they go on this white this day, um, just at a bar, and they have some wine. And he's, you know, she's been married twice. So they go, you know, she's as I say, she's this young girl dressed nicely, sits down, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so so nervous," and he's like doing all these things to, you know, be funny use that term loosely and chat her up and whatever, try and be charming as he can. And then he goes, so you, you have a child and you've been married before. She goes, yeah, I've actually been married twice before, but I didn't want to talk about like the last one was really, really bad. And Ed goes to camera. Hmm. Yeah. That definitely made me think maybe shouldn't, you know, got to be careful here. If she's been married twice before, I'm sorry, your personality combined with everything else that's going on with you the mayonnaise, and I will repeat, the mayonnaise in the hair, the jet black Dracula out of the box L'Oreal dyed hair, the fact you're four foot 11. Like, there are a lot of things going against that, but that's before we get to your personality, which is a complete fucking creep. And you're thinking, mm, this pretty 28-year-old with a good body, mm, maybe I won't see her again because she's been married two times. The audacity. It, it was, it's a hard one to watch. So, Kate, I'm sure you're like me. You're watching this and you're going, I get it. You know, they're on this date. This is probably right. going to be it. Or they'll go on a couple more. And it's just, this. so they're doing yep. this. And of course, he falls in love straight away, instantly, because that's what he does or what yep. he perceives as love. So he's like about, he wants like her to move into the house tomorrow, essentially. And he's like, you know, next date, next. So there's another date. And there's another one and they're interviewing her and they're like, do you, so how's it going with Ed? And she's like, "Mm, actually, you know, I kind of like him. This is kind of okay. And you're like, she's still doing this just TV, right? Right. She goes, he's confident and charismatic. Huh? Hmm. Did she grow up in a bubble? I mean, I don't, she lives in San Diego. She lives in a big city. She's has she never met another man before? I mean, she's been married twice, so I cannot imagine what those two were like. It's really strange. And then we get to when he invites her over to the house to meet his mother, Kate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you want to take that one? So she is, they're talking, they're having some food. She's expressing to him that she is a little worried about the age gap. Uh, yeah. You- And then towards the end of the night, she's heading out and they're saying goodbye. And in his confessionals, Ed has been telling us like, I think I got to just have a kiss. I don't want to be in the friend zone. He he tells us this story about this lady he was friends with for 13 years and he's in the friend zone, just like simping over her. Sorry. Does he mean that he was going to her restaurant for 13 years? Is is that what he means? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. And then when he, when he admitted his feelings to that lady, basically she was like, I don't see you that way. She moved away and got married a month later. So Ooh, I think ouch. that's, I think that's important to mention because I think that is a big part of what makes Ed tick. Mm. Like he thinks that's going to happen again. He's really insecure. And mm. so he wants to move things forward quickly before the woman can realize she doesn't want to do it, you know? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So, okay. So she back to oh, Liz God. And she's at his house. She's leaving and he goes in for a kiss. I mean, 
she was not putting out kiss vibes. She's like, okay, no. well, she's like, okay, well, see ya, Bye. And he just goes in for a kiss. He awkwardly kisses her nose. Oh and then she starts giggling uncomfortably. And she's like, you can't just do that. No, mm-hmm. no, not mm-hmm. yet. And then she's outside. The producers are asking her about it. And she's like, I thought I made it clear that I'm not ready to take it to that place. She's, she's crying. And the producer's like, do you want to go back in? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she goes back in and ends up comforting him about the situation. I, because he, as soon as she he closed the door, you saw him. And there's a lot of hints that lead up to what we find out a little bit later. But you see him pour this massive glass of wine. And there's a lot of alcohol in every single scene. And trust me, I know TLC was also pushing that when they go to restaurants but just in his house i don't know if you know there was a lot of alcohol and he was drinking a lot every scene so he pours this massive glass of wine remember this is a little tiny guy he's just a little tiny guy he cannot be drinking like kate and i drink i mean he would be on the floor he would be on the floor so she yeah you're right she comes back in and it's this weird interaction of her going everything don't worry everything's okay i don't want you to feel bad like we're fine. He's like, are we still going to the wedding? Because he had been invited to his friend's wedding in Lake Arrowhead. Uh, they live in San Diego. And I'll tell you how I know it's Lake Arrowhead in a minute. But um, they they were going to go to this wedding and he had asked her to be his date. And he was super excited about it. And he's like, does this mean you're not coming to the wedding? She's like, at the end of it, she's like, no, I'm still coming. She's like, oh, great. This is great. This is great. So then he we see him meet up with his brother mike who actually does have a neck um they're close but they're competitive um Mm. mike tells us that ed sucks at sports except for he used to be good at gymnastics we get a great throwback pic of young ed the little gymnast guy uh So then um he's asking his brother about it and his brother's like yeah you need to slow down like you're being really forward and this isn't going to work out. And, uh, so then he, Ed sees Liz getting a drink after her shift. So he's, you know, doing his usual thing, stalking her at the restaurant and he sees her getting a drink after her shift with a male coworker and he gets super, he gets super, super jealous. And she says like, he's just a friend. And even if, they were da- even if her and Ed yeah. were dating, she would still hang out with him. Like she has male friends and he has female friends, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I would just, I still want my own life. So that's kind of a little fight they have. Mm-hmm. And then they make up somehow. And then she, they get in another fight right before this is, I think this is right before the wedding. Because, oh, okay. Because remember she, um, you goes right. out, she goes to a girl's night. You're right. I got that mixed up. It wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, she goes on a girl's night out and her ex ends up being at this bar and she talks with him a little bit, but like nothing happened. He was just Mm -hmm. there. And Ed finds this out. He's questioning her about it a bunch. He's super jealous and annoying about it. And she ends up leaving his house and she's pissed off. And so then we get an interview with Ed like after that happened. 
We do, we do. And that was due to a lot of alcohol as well. They said they were both wasted that night and she came over upset about seeing the ex. And he was like, oh, well, we, he alludes to we were both very, very drunk and I said things I shouldn't have to her. And like about leading on the ex or something. It's just, it, it really, nothing makes sense about it. Nothing makes sense about how uh, extreme he is. Apart, Well, I guess it kind of does make sense when you know who he is. But what doesn't make sense is her hanging around. I, I cannot compute even up to this point, and we haven't got to where we're going to get to. It doesn't compute why she's hanging. This isn't a guy who's got a ton of money either, right? To be superficial. Like, it's not like, oh, he's got a ton of money and he's on a TV show. That's why. No, this guy's ridiculed in public. Like, there's no redeeming qualities that she would latch on to. He um, has, I do have to point out. Yeah. Did, did you notice he has a tattoo of his own face on his of calf? Of course. Yep. Yep. Did, did you also notice that he has a knitted doll of himself? Didn't in- see that. I saw the stickers of himself. Yeah. So mm. that explains to the listeners, like, that's who mm. Ed is. He's like that's branding true. himself as Big Ed. Big, yeah. And, and we saw that at the very, very introduction of him in 90 Day Fiance. Remember, he had like, he's like, everyone knows me as Big Ed. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. Anyways. It. So. Yeah, she, she agrees to go to the wedding oh, with him no. um, because he says everything she wants to hear. He tells, I'm a Taurus and we're passionate people. Okay. So am I. Yeah. Oh, like, God, I'm the same as. Oh. <laughs> Carry on. So they're on the trip to the wedding and he's being really annoying in the car because this is a person mm-hmm. who cannot take any silence at all. No. So he's filling the silence with stupid comments oh look a cow like whatever whatever and then they stop and jeff the pa calls ed (laughs) putting on a female voice which was so good for jeff this time he did so well on this really good voice work and that's coming from us and we're experts experts so he (laughs) jeff the pa calls ed and is like oh well you know at uh, I'm, I'm calling from the hotel. Um, a few of the rooms went out of order and they, they have no rooms left. We have no rooms left with, um, two queen beds, but mm. we do have a room with one King available, um, by the water with a balcony. Do you want that? Yes, I'll take it. Oh yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. And when they do the interview with him, the producer, and I'm like, fuck off, producer. We know exactly you were in on this. They're like, so did you set that up? And he's like, no, I swear I didn't. The phone call came as they were at a petrol, st- a gas station, and she had opened the door to go to the toilet and closed the door and he got the phone call. That's Give me a break, TLC. Give it, me a break. It was so obvious. So then she gets back and he's like, he breaks it to, to her, you know, oh, well, you know, the hotel, they only have oh one king bed and that's going to be okay. And she's like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's fine. And then what happens, Pauline? They get to this hotel. Now I would like to say, I know that it's Lake Arrowhead for, for two reasons. They never mentioned they were going to Lake Arrowhead. They didn't specify that. They said it was just a destination wedding. And he said he doesn't like driving up mountains. So they'd got like a driver. And when they walked into the hotel, I saw something Arrowhead. And I instantly went, I know this place. Why do I know this place? I know this place because I went to a wedding 
exactly where this wedding was. It's a, it's a gorgeous hotel and at the back, it overlooks um, the lake and um, lots of people get married in this particular spot where Ed's friend got married. Now, I had, <laughs> I had a friend who I may have semi-raged about on here before. Rage, I would say I could fill a book. Let's call her the chameleon. She's one of those people you meet in life. And honestly, I'm not going to go on because otherwise this podcast will be five hours long. But I'm just going to say she's it's going to be on Patreon. This yeah. whole series of her will be like a true crime expose because she is a she's a crook as well. I found out she was like frauding people. Like, isn't insane. <gasps> okay. Yeah. She's a chameleon. She's one of those people. She changes names, hides that she got married. She latches onto any personality. Before I met her, she was this LA kind of party girl going to the bungalow and all these places. And I, that was not my vibe. I was in music festivals. And then suddenly she was like that, right? She's just someone that changes. So you never really know who this person is. Scary. Anyway, I became her best friend for a very <laughs> long time. Uh, she's ve- They're very, very superficially charming. They lie and lie and lie. She met a guy who was great. I really, really liked him. And he proposed. And she immediately changed to his religion and immediately changed to um, being wanting to be a housewife. I have to wrap this up because this is going to go on. But anyway, the whole point is, is that this guy was great. She married him at the exact same spot. And at her wedding, what happened is my mother was terminally ill in England. So I was going through this horrible stage where I was going back to England and coming back to America and going back to and come back to America. It was an, it was the worst time of my life. And she stopped speaking to me because I wouldn't stay for her wedding reception. Uh, uh, she also had a bridesmaid. By the way, none of the bridesmaids she even speaks to anymore because that's another thing with these chameleons. They never keep friends. That's another thing you've got to watch out for. Yeah. Um, one of the bridesmaids fainted at her wedding. <laughs> And the, the ceremony was just about to end. And she goes, and she turned around, she goes, oh no. And someone rushed up and she said to the rabbi, just keep going. <laughs> Her friend fainted and was on the ground. And she carried on the ceremony. Not only carried on, she then was so angry at that girl for fainting because it ruined everything. She's she's a monster incarnate she's and but you know people always get their karma kate because um she's ended up divorced this was her second husband divorced and he is now engaged and about to be a father again because she had kids with him about to be a father again to a multi-millionaireess and he's flying off to italy and flying off to france Mm -hmm. lives this life that this ex-friend of mine basically is all she ever wanted so you know what karma's a bitch and she always turns up so chameleon not someone you want to have in your life real life but i do have to say that would be really good reality tv i the stories listeners i'll do a patreon i'll have okay, to put it behind patreon. the paywall because there's so patreon. much anyways, anyways. That's how I know where this wedding was <laughs> so he they're, they're, they're there at this hotel they go into the hotel and you're kind of thinking to yourself there's gonna be a bit of a massive fight because she's like this is not gonna be i'm not gonna have you know she's gonna fight in this bed it's gonna be awkward he gets the champagne out they're in the room and she seems bizarrely kind of okay with this one bed mm-hmm. they have a bit of champagne and it's already like nighttime. And you see the camera kind of goes down with her in the bed and you see him 
God, we've all been there with a person that just getting super close, wrapping his arm around her in bed. They haven't even kissed, right? Wrapping his arm around her in bed and the lights go off and we see him the next day and you're like, oh God, that must, there's going to be a fight. It'll be something. The image you have is this little horror show stood in a hallway that looks like something from the fucking shining. He's got his mayonnaise jet black hair all out and loose. Cause it's like down to his shoulders and he's going to the camera. We made love last night twice. And at this point I text Kate and I said, Kate, you can, you can remove your hand. You can remove your hand. <laughs> I text Kate at this point and I said, this didn't happen. And we obviously hashtag save it for the potty. So she did not comment. We then go into the hotel. He's got two coffees, goes back into the hotel room. She's doing her makeup. He goes over and kisses her. She had sex with him. She had sex with him twice. And she's talking to the camera. Yeah, you know, I had to show him a couple of things. But yeah, you know, it was good. Someone explain this to me. Please, Kate. It just doesn't compute. My jaw was on the ground. I was like, girl. I mean, listen, we're not being completely superficial just talking about how he looks. Like, he's not, he's not like a charismatic, funny, like, he's got something about him, guy. He's mm. not got a nice personality at all. Which was, sho- which was showcased on national television. Like, mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. was an asshole on national television. That's so true. there's no way she didn't check that out or know anything about that. I don't think. <laughs> And then he's like a 12 year old and up to her while she's doing a makeup in front of Mary and says, so can I call everyone? Can I tell everyone at the wedding? You're my girlfriend. She's like, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's so it. then they're together and they, they go to the wedding. He's like, it was the most amazing time of my life. And then what else happens after that trip? That's pretty much the end. I mean, they're just together. And then in the tell all. Oh, tell all. Yes. We find, I mean, they've been off and on, off and on. Yes. They're, they're just constantly breaking up. They've broken up like eight times. And didn't, and he cheated on her. He cheated on her. He cheated on her. This guy. By the way, it was with a hooker or something in Vegas, but still he was, I mean, he had to pay someone to have sex with them, but it's, I, I watched this and I thought there is something it's like well, there's a glitch in the matrix. Maybe she looked at him and was seeing like, you know, a super hot. Oh, I'll tell you who I have a new crush on this. I was going to, I was thinking about someone that I think is really, really super hot. And I was going to say Ryan Gosling, but I'm like, you know, Ryan Gosling's gorgeous, but you know, he's whatever. He's a good looking guy. I'll tell you who my latest crush is. Do you want to hear listeners? And Kate? Yes. I may have his name wrong. Cause I'm not good with names. I think, it's Jer- it's either Jeremy Allen White or Jeremy something white from Shameless. He played Lip in Shameless. I've never seen Shameless. Oh, fucking hell. I know. Anyway, um, he is in this new show called Bear, this cooking show. Um, or not it's based on him being the Chicago. Um, uh, he was it's really it's actually a pretty good show. It's really, really intense. It's on Hulu. But I'd seen him again and I was like, Oh shit, I'd forgotten how much I fancy him. Like I really I fancied him doing Shameless and then I yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, right? I can see you liking yeah. He's so my type. Like he He's is so, so my type. type. 
But I'll tell you a weird story about him. I have a really weird story about him. This is very, very typical of LA. Like you're like, oh, I fancy someone then. Oh, I remember I met him. This was years and years ago. I think we're just going to abandon 90 days and just talk about my past in LA. (laughs) Okay, this was years ago. I would say maybe going back uh, eight years ago. I lived um, near Beverly and Fairfax, for people that are familiar with LA, that's near the Grove. And there is was, I think it shut down, which was a complete crime. I, I think that someone saved it. I'm not sure. Um, Swingers, which was on uh, on Beverly, really, really super, super famous um, 50s themed cafe that, you know, every, uh, not 50s, um, like 70s themed cafe. Everyone knew it in LA, super, super famous, been a ton of films and TV shows. My friend and I were eating outside and she had gone in to use the toilet and I had seen this group of people um, and they'd kind of gone in and then this one guy was left and he picked, he had something in his arms and he put put it on the ground and I realized it was this tiny, tiny puppy and it was so beautiful. So I just looked at the puppy and I went, oh, it's a toy being facetious, right? And the guy turns around to me and goes, no, no, it's a real dog. And I was like, oh, yeah and it was him <laughs> just a hot dumbass actor no actually it's no, a do- he, actually no, it's a doll no he's not he was like super nice and I think he fell in love with me that day oh, um, yeah. I think he fell in love with me and has been looking for me for like eight years so what's Obviously. his name again Jeremy <laughs> what's his full name is it Jeremy it's Allen something Jeremy, Jeremy yeah Jeremy Allen White okay so Jeremy Allen White my phone number is 323. No. Um, but he fell in love with me on that day. That's anyway, amazing. so fuck, we need to get on with this. So anyway, th- that was the end of Ed. And he yeah. cheated on her. It was really bizarre. The whole thing didn't make sense. We went on to cult, which he, as we say, Ed was a legend with 90 Day Cult, was super legend with the 90 Day franchise. Do you want to explain cult, Kate? Okay, Colt is a 35-year-old who lives in Las Vegas with his mother. They are very codependent. (laughs) He is unemployed. He has six cats. He's a know-it-all. He's an asshole. And a cheater. He is a cheater, (laughs) cheater, pumpkin eater. He's a sexaholic. He likes to have sex like six times a day. And he loves dating women from Brazil. 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 He famously was with Larissa, who was the biggest nightmare you've ever witnessed on a 90 day franchise. I think I can say that she was a nightmare who is against the queen will die. She (laughs) was awful. She just wanted to come get a ton of plastic surgery. She was arrested like five times. She's been arrested by ICE. I mean, she's a nightmare. They married and divorced. She fought with Colt's mum constantly, Debbie. So you meet up with Colt. And by the way, he had also cheated on Larissa. Just FYI. And this guy, I want to describe him as well. He is one of those people that are physically very awkward. Whatever his social skills were as a child or whatever, you know, he's heavier, but that doesn't mean everyone that's heavier is like awkward. It's something ingrained in him. He would meet, like he'd, he's the person that would meet you and give you a side hug, but wouldn't actually like reach up properly. Or It's so that's awkward. A really accurate description. Yeah, yeah. He's, so he's, he seems pretty tall. 
Yeah, he I has, think he is. Yeah. He has sort of like a Jonathan Taylor Thomas haircut <laughs> and glasses and um I'll just say schlubby. Schlubby. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. You know. So yeah. you get the idea. Um so he goes to a uh dating what is it called? Speed dating. Um, speed, speed dating. dating. Yeah. He goes to a that's where kind of where we open up with Colt. It is. Yeah. And we do say Colty. Yeah, we say, hey, Mr. Colton L that's listening. I love you. And you are the antithesis of this man. I just want you to know, Kate, carry on. So he's at the speed dating and it almost seems to me like he's bombing it on purpose, which I hope he was because it was kind of funny. He's he's talking to this lady and he describes her how I describe or he describes himself how I just described him. He goes, I'm 35 years old, unemployed. I have six cats and I live with my mother. (laughs) He said that during the speed. When can we go out? When can we go out? Want to fuck five times a day? (laughs) Which honestly, I respect that confidence, but it was like, whoa, it was a lot. And so then they interview, they're outside, the producers are outside, they're interviewing Colt, Colty. And while they're interviewing Colty about the, the whole event, you can hear the girl, the the woman, sorry, that he was talking to shit, talking him, breeding him <laughs> for filth, like right around the corner. Right. Great. And the producer they just stop talking the producer and Colty and they're just listening to her being like he lives with his mom he's a loser he's fat he's ugly what the fuck like she's just she's just amazing it's amazing she needs her intro she does the producer just goes to Colt wow you're getting ripped to shreds over there I love it. Not, not all accurate. And by the way, I would also like to say at this point that we find out that um, all of all of those um, characteristics are true of him. Plus, he doesn't have a job. Okay. Plus, <laughs> he's getting laid all the time. Kate. Yep. yep. He is having this on-off friends with benefits. Um, relationship with this woman called Vanessa, who's been like a family, a friend of his for a long, long time, who he cheated on with his ex because between after Larissa, he met this another Brazilian girl, Jessica, who really, really liked him too. And um, he just cheated on her with this Vanessa. So now he's like, I'm with Vanessa. We're friends with benefits, but I want a relationship with her. This is the woman I want to be with. I need to make it happen. So he meets up with her and Vanessa's like, I'm not ready for this. She cheated on her husband with him. Right. How all these men are getting women is, but I, I don't know. Okay. Or maybe I should be asking the question, why are these women sleeping with these men? You know, in the words of Bethany Frankel, maybe they're dick shoot diamonds. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but something's going on. So it's him chasing after Vanessa and really wanting to date her. He goes on this completely set up date with this woman in Vegas who opens stories older. She's like maybe nearly 50. She looks phenomenal. And um, she's a porn star. And it's all like so staged. She's like, come on, let's go into the jacuzzi. And it's just like, she kept mentioning her name. So her, you know, porn hub videos would go up and up and up. And the algorithm. fans, she needs yeah. to be, I was thinking she needs to be on, she needs to star. She needs to be the centerpiece of Real Housewives of Las Vegas. <gasps> okay. That's so dark. Real. Ha- I, no, I can't. I could. I watch intervention like I could watch that anyways she yeah they're they're in this jacuzzi she's just this 
to imagine a 40 year old porn star, like blonde, yeah. bolt, big bolt on tits. Like yeah. she, she goes in for a kiss. She literally sticking her tongue out at him. And, and he, he just takes the moment to be this like white knight in shining armor. And he's like, no, I can't. And then he leaves and he's like, I just love Vanessa. And then he goes to Vanessa and he's like, I actually went on a date with a porn star, but I didn't even do anything because I'm in love with you. And this Vanessa, I want to explain what she looks like. Um, Well, not really about her looks, her face. (laughs) She has no facial expressions. And I don't mean that she's Botox to shit. It's these half lids are down on her eyes all the time. Her jaw moves when she's speaking. And that's it she doesn't blink she doesn't smile she doesn't laugh she doesn't show disgust on having sex with colty i cannot understand what she is it's bizarre and she's just like she talks like that like a little bit closed mouth as well she's just like well yeah i did cheat on my husband but you know colt and i we just you know we're friends and benefits now but i just slept with colt because i wanted to get out of my marriage and so i went home and told my husband why i slept with colt so that's the end of our marriage right and she swears like a sailor. The mouth on her. This is coming from someone that I know I can I I can let, let it go a, a lot. But I just don't want to swear anymore after listening to her. There's a scene where her and him are driving through this dusty, you know, dusty desert in Nevada. Sorry. I don't mean to have so much disgust in my voice when I describe this. But they're driving through this the dusty plains of Nevada, right? With people that have just lost their life savings in the background crying. And just all of this stuff that you imagine from Vegas, right? And she is just everything is F this and you F F M F. And I'm just like, God, you sound so trashy. You sound so trashy. I cannot listen to her. It's like I'm not swearing anymore. So, I mean, what else? They go. Well, he on proposes, this, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They go. So that car ride you're talking about, they're going on a trip. He's taking her on a trip. He's trying to woo her the whole season. He's just trying to get her to officially date him, and she's holding back because she's like, "You're a fucking cheater. You're yeah. You're obsessed with, and and you want to have sex six times a day, and I can't do that. Like two, three times a day, that's fine. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> Like, is it? That's a lot. Look, if it is with Jeremy Allen White, yes. But anyone okay. else, no. <laughs> I was gonna say, I the other night talking yeah. about celebrities. Who? I had I had a full on sex dream about Timothy Chalamet. Listen, I his bone structure is something that is made of dreams, as is Ezra Miller, who apparently now leads a cult and is kidnapped like a 12-year-old. But I will say Ezra Miller yeah. is one of the most beautiful human beings walking this planet with his bone structure. I cannot fathom anyone like that. Timothy Chalamet weighs about 20 pounds. Um, but he's, you know... He's he, got that something. He does. Of course he does. And if he's tall... I don't know if he's tall. I wonder if he's tall. But um, now I'm I understand. So curious. A sex dream about him is totally normal. I once had a sex. Are you ready for this? This is who I have sex dreams about. I once, apart from ex boy, I have a lot. Like, yeah, I had a sex dream about Steve Carell, and I, <laughs> I woke up. How was he? How was he? Amazing. I woke up and I was in love with Steve Carell for like two weeks. I honestly was like, he is the man. He's like the sexiest man I've ever met in my life. 
that's the power of dreams kiddos i honestly was in love with steve crow and then one day i just wake up and i was like what the fuck was i doing for doing like looking at my boyfriend going god i wish you were steve crow why are you steve just- crow timothy chalamet's 510 uh, i'm 510 so he's short well I'm five six, so it'll. Be. Well, you got it. No, that's understandable, Kate. And he's speaking French to you. I mean, give me, Ugh. come on, come on. That's fine. And I, I remember he had a really small mm, in the dream, oh, and I did, but I didn't God. even care. He was really good, though. I didn't even care. That's I remember. In the, I remember thinking care. in the dream, no. I was like, I don't care. No lies. That's where the part of the 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 fact. And then I was hooking- like, I must be dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> the fact you hooking up with Timothy Chalamet does n- is not out of the world of possibility. What is is that he has a small penis, and you're like, oh no, it's fine. That's what's out the realm. That's that's not happening. That's not happening. So they go on this trip, Colty, and they stay at this place. This is how he's like a Dungeons and Dragons dork, right? Oh, so they stay at this place, and it's literally this woman decked out her place to look like a castle. It's oh, like God. it's like LARP in the lobby. Like it's it's very dorky. And so they go upstairs to the up the room in the tower and there's literally costumes. And so they're like cosplaying, being a like prince and princess, damsel in distress, whatever. And they get it on, obviously. And then yeah, he proposes to her. It's crazy. And she's like, fuck yeah, I will. No, she was, she was holy I fucking she- shit. Fuck yeah, fucker. <laughs> She really is. It's challenging to watch her. Anyway, so yeah, that was kind of end of them. In the reunion or tell-all, they actually had gone away and got married and hadn't told anyone, but they told them on um, the tell-all. And you saw a very different side to Colt. He was screaming at his mother because his mother, Debbie, who we'll meet in season two, more of in season two, lives with them and they needed their space. There was a whole load of arguing then. Um, But that was Colt's storyline. Yep. Danielle, yeah, legendary, Danielle. Oh. legendary Kate. Icon, legend. She is the moment. Danielle, 47. She's from Ohio. You'll remember yep. her. If you are a 90 day fan, you know Danielle and Muhammad. Yes. So she, she got married to this young strapping guy from Tunisia <laughs> who very clearly used her to get a green card. we get so much great footage in this throwback footage so the thing about danielle is she is one of these people who is on the brink of tears at any second she's like hanging by a thread at all times all times and the thing that got me is that it's not like you know i would say i'm pretty much an emotional wreck the majority of my life i mean yeah um sure but she is she does like a child crying. It's a really mm-hmm. horrible, like, oh, but I don't know. Like that. And it's all in front of her children. And it's... you're like, you're an adult. Get your shit together and stop putting this on your kids. And that was the whole thing with her and Muhammad. Muhammad obviously didn't want anything to do with her. So they were always arguing. He came into the country, found out she had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt, never told him. Their electricity was getting cut off. And he's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? And she's like, don't leave me mom and she also has glasses that are like coke bottle glasses Mm -hmm. she is a lazy (laughs) look i am not 
I'm going to continue that sentence, but I started it. You listeners can finish it. Um, so, you know, she's had challenges meeting men and men being attracted to her generally. And we have to mention the tell all from their season. Hey, please don't repeat. Please don't repeat. Very impactful on her in a negative way. Mm -hmm. Um, So she ends up dumping him on that season. You're a user, Muhammad. I'm going to get your ass deported. And then on the tell all, he basically, I'll just say he tells the world that she has a stinky downstairs and no man should ever be with her until she gets that situation figured out. I asked you not to repeat, Kate, and I know you did it, Grace. I know people need to know. The listeners need to know. I understand. I understand, Kate. It's It's, just hard for me to relive it. It's hard. I I have to bring that up, listeners, because (sighs) this whole season of The Single Life is her still not over that (laughs) comment. (laughs) Being friends with these random-ass 30-year-olds who sought her out because they're super fans, like me and Pauline, and they're like... They hit her up on Instagram. They're like, hey, Danielle, let's be friends. I mean, they are nice, but they are. So pretty much her whole thing this season is pretty much all the episodes is her on this trip with friends she met on the Internet who are much younger than her, like Kate and I's age. She's like in a fifth. God knows how old she is, really. But she they go to Ocean City, Maryland, which I don't know what that is. But anyway, they go to Ocean City, Maryland. And um, she's crying all the time about Muhammad, saying she needs to meet him to let go and get him to say sorry because she ruined he ruined our life. The friends are like, we've got you. Let's get you out on dates. So we've put you on a dating app. Basically, TLC went and got people off the bloody street and was like, come on a date with her. Yeah. One guy just doesn't even speak to her. I mean, it's awful. She is sat there and she's trying to have a conversation. He's just like, yep. So, um. There's no no feelings here. So uh, good to meet you. Bye. It was horrible. And then you get a guy that is just on drugs. On a, he's on an acid trip the entire time. He's tripping his balls off. And he's on and he's like, whoa, Matt, yeah. Yeah. And you can see that in his eyes, he's just seeing like a kaleidoscope of colors around Danielle. He doesn't know what's really going on. But there's booze around him. Jeff, the PA, probably got him some weed. And he's like, this is a good time. What I was on, and then probably months later, she's like, I was on a TV show. Yeah. What the it's fuck? Like, it's like, I thought I was talking to a wolf on a mountain. I was talking to God, man. What do you mean I was on TLC? It's really, really bad. So he's this and she's weird a- hippie. Yeah. They like share an Uber home, and she's so, guys, she's really oh, kind of sad. It's sad. She like goes into the friends and she's like, well, I think that went well. We shared an Uber home and I got his number, but we didn't go to his room. He's really tired. He said he's been up 24 hours. <laughs> he thought he got home on a flying carpet. This guy <laughs> didn't know what country he was in. So, I mean, she's like, oh, it was great. Can't wait to hear from him. Needless to say, Danielle did not hear from that guy again. (laughs) I don't think he has a cell phone. I think he gave her the number to the hotel. He is wandering the dusty plains of Nevada right now. (laughs) He was was in the background of that road trip with Vanessa and Cole. Yeah, he's going to get hit by a car by Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's guys, we're not even halfway through this. We need to get on. Yeah, All right, so, so that's Danielle, her. that's her. She meets, meets a guy at the end who she kind of likes and then tells and then cries on the date. And the guy's like, okay, okay. Then you see him in the reunion. He's like, no, I'd like to see her again. But he always like made excuses. Don't know what happened with that. We meet, we go back to Molly. Molly was a kind of legendary as well. She was early seasons of 90 Day. She has a voice like this and she's super high pitched sometimes. And she really loves to play that accent. <laughs> and it's weird. I don't know why she plays it so much. She goes super high pitched. It's weird. She married a monster called Luis from Dominican Republic. He was, you know, obviously 20 years younger than her or something, comes over. She has two kids, a teenage daughter and a very young little girl. So what else do you do? You bring in a man, you mount vacation into the house. He's obviously doesn't want anything to do with these kids, is looking for a complete ride of her coattails and getting a green card. And he's awful to her it's just like i don't want anything to do with these kids he starts playing really loud music in her room and he's like you can't get me out of here and or he's one of those people that smiles he antagonizes you and then smiles he is a disgusting human being that luis is a monster there's a scene in the in their season where he says something sexual to the teenage daughter too yeah he's like oh are you gonna go have sex or something Mm -hmm. and it's just like very creepy like he's bad so she got incredibly burned by this guy she ended up throwing him out of her house this is fucking nuts get out of my house get out of my house sounds like one of those uh throwbacks to toddlers and tiaras really does anyways so um she is a business owner she has she has a lingerie store she Mm -hmm. has some of her friends or roommates uh with her um and she's dating this guy from new york city he is a cop named kelly Mm -hmm. and he's actually her age um he's like 41 she's 45 and he she met him on instagram he dm'd Mm -hmm. her and then they started facetiming she went and visited him and now he's coming to visit her and that's that's what the season is is him visiting her yeah and it's what i mean her whole storyline with him is kind of two things one she thinks he's hiding something because he's in his mid-40s he's never been married and never had kids so she's like i know there's something here you're hiding something and all the friends try to investigate i mean he's like well chill out dude i'm not telling you my entire life my ex-girlfriends she finds a photo of an ex-girlfriend with a kid thinks it's his and he's like it's not my kid you're crazy like no stop it's not i don't have anything to hide i don't have children but and this is the second part of their storyline i want kids and i want your kids she's like i'm 45 and i've had my tubes tied i can't have kids it's like oh we'll figure it out i mean there's a running theme with these men they meet like 50 year old women and they're like uh no you'll be able to have my kid we'll figure it out i mean fucking angela for christ's sake oh (laughs) totem tote my eggs i'll have a baby i can't tote it I got I an egg, but I can't, I can tote it. Oh, God. Anyways. Yeah. So that's the big thing with them. Yes. But then they, at the tell all, they seem fine. They seem happy. So I, yeah, feel like- it was, he's just an ordinary guy. Um, but I, but the key, the thing, by the way, if you do hear bangs, it is because obviously this potty is being released on the 5th of July. Um, there's a load of fireworks in the background. So, um, I'm not getting shot right now. So it's okay. Um, 
And yeah, he's just basically was just a guy, but I think they're going to break up because he wants kids. I don't think it's going to work. Then we go on to Fernanda, who was a bit of a snore. She, her original season was with this um, guy, Jonathan, that's it. She's a gorgeous girl that was like 19, met him. He was like 29 or something. She moved from Mexico to the United States with him. And as happens a lot, these the partners work and have a life established she ended up in like the middle of nowhere in illinois i think and she had no friends no job because you can't work so she was at home all day alone 19 years old he worked like 14 hours a day she never saw him she couldn't even go out and drink she was like underage it was and by the end they had this scene where they went to this club she went to the toilet and he was like dirty dancing with some girl i didn't get it was and they got still got married though still got married and divorced like seven months later. Yeah. And her big thing was she wanted to move to Chicago. Let's please, please, please. Can we move to Chicago? So they break up. She moves to Chicago. She's 22 now. And what does he do? He gets a new girl, gets married and moves to Chicago. And she's right pregnant. Away. And yeah. she's pregnant. So Fernanda, <sighs> Fernanda, we open up and she is having this divorce party. Uh, she takes her wedding dress and she has her friend who's an artist kind of like splatter, splatter paint it. And it yeah. becomes basically an art piece. And she has this, they're at this like pretty nice bar club thing. And she has this big divorce party. And there's this guy there named Robbie, Robbie. Oh God, he's a lawyer and just someone that looks exactly like her ex that basically thinks to be important and of worth, you need to have a really expensive car and talk about your job all the time. And that was him. And, you know, they go on a couple of dates. He's very um, forthright. I don't want to say aggressive at this point, but forthright. They go on this boat trip. And she's, she starts a conversation with him. Like, you didn't text me a lot in these past couple of days. I haven't really heard from you. And he turns, he's so aggressive and says, you're going to be a fucking child about everything and want me. I'm a busy person. I'm wah, wah, wah. You know, he just lays into her because she wants communication, but not how he wants the communication. I'm just now realizing that that outburst by him and that yeah. speech he gave seemed kind of coke fueled. You know, that's a really good point. I will tell you something. Did you catch in the reunion? They did both say we were absolutely wasted when we had that argument. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. That's really true. That is very cokey behavior. Not that we're making any assumptions at all on this person's drug use by any means. No. Um, But (laughs) it mimicked the behavior. Of just kind of turning on a dime and just blurting out a bunch of crazy shit. Like very cokey. He, Mm. he just started going off on her. He's like, I'm not a kid anymore. Waiting for someone to text me. Lack of communication doesn't mean lack of interest. And he's just going off. And this this poor girl is like about to cry. It's so intense. And this was like on a date. And he's like, yeah, he was, this was like the third or fourth date. Like, yeah. And they said they were both wasted. And then you see that she has another date with him. And she's like, oh, by the way, I'm moving to Miami. And he's like, what? And, and then he acts like super depressed. And you're like, you've been on four dates. You don't really like her anyway. I think that's kind of obvious because he's like, oh, you want someone that's mature and that will settle down. And I'm like, yeah, right. But that's what he's saying he wants. And she's like, I'm moving to Miami. So she moves to Miami, gets a roommate, falls in love with the roommate and is now dating the roommate. And that's the end of Fernanda. Basically. Yep. Last yeah. one, Brittany Kate. Take over Brittany. All right, Brittany, 
scrolling to my notes. Sorry. Okay. So Brittany is 27. She's living in Houston. So you'll remember Brittany. She was with Yazan from Jordan and that was on 90 day fiance the other way. So she went over to Jordan. There were a lot of cultural differences. His family didn't really approve of her and she felt super judged and she felt like Yazan wasn't necessarily standing up for her. And then like he, he ended up getting really paranoid and thinking that his family was out to get him. And then they were still together. And she went back to the U S to get the K one process started. And then she found out that he was cheating on her. So they break up and we open the single life with Brittany at a jewelry store, trying to sell back jewelry that Yazan (laughs) gave her and being told that it is fake. Shocker. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, and so it's really her dating and she meets a guy, I can't remember how she meets him, goes on a couple of dates, then likes him. But then this guy from Canada comes down and it's like being a friend of hers for a very long time. She's excited about it. He comes down, reveals that he has a kid and she's like, oh, I didn't know that. And he's like, how did you not know that? It's all on my Instagram. Yeah. But, um, she's really, really, you know, acts like she likes him. He's staying over. And then they go on a date with ATVs, like these four wheelers. And as I have probably lectured people about before, one, just don't go on ATVs. And two, certainly don't go on them without a helmet because the amount of people I know that have, I say no, but um, have heard of, are in the public eye even that have just so many people that have had accidents, children that have been killed. There was someone's cousin recently that just died of because the ATV flips. You go on a, they're very powerful. They're extremely heavy um, and it will go into a, like a, a bump and it will, you know, you can flip so easily. And of course that's what happened with Brittany. They weren't, T- um, I was going to say TMZ, um, TLC didn't even give them didn't even make them wear helmets which is they would have been fucked if she decided to sue them yeah it seems like a huge liability to not make like not make them wear helmets because she what happened is they went on this day and she did get in an accident she hit a a log that she couldn't see it flipped over on her she separated her shoulder broke her clavicle and so she's in the hospital and this is like three days into his trip. He's looking after her. She's in a sling and she's in so much pain. They end up going for one night out where she meets a friend. And of course, she has this one super, super opinionated friend, which thinking about it, I'd probably be cast as that. Actually, I would be cast as a super opinionated, nosy friend. And he's like, so what do you want? Have you guys had sex? And this guy um, is like, no, I actually, yeah, I do expect sex when I'm down here because how else are you going to know somebody? And as the, this whole scene's going on, they're cu- it's obviously cut and edited, so they're going back and forth. But honestly, TLC didn't even bother to get like the cups and bot- bottles out of the way. TLC had plied these four people with so much alcohol. There's one scene where they're getting to this sex, sex question, and this guy has like five empty glasses in front of him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no wonder you were so comfortable saying all this. Like, mm-hmm. they just push it on them. And then Brittany's like, I'm not having sex with you. And he's like, well, you should, because I'm down here. And it's ridiculous. And they were probably really, really drunk. And she was on painkillers and drinking. So I'm sure she was loopy. And then <laughs> she's point. like, you're sleeping on the sofa tonight. 
And then he leaves and that was it. And she goes back to the guy that she'd originally had some dates with, kind of liked him. We're going through this because she's, there really wasn't a lot with her. Ter- yeah. And then at the tell-all, um, she didn't turn up, right, Kate? Right. So, so Justin is like the childhood friend who she goes to, he comes and visits from Canada, the ATV, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. she's also dating this guy, Terrence. And he seemed like a pretty good guy. I mean, he really didn't like show his ass at all. Like he, he seemed nice on the show. And then he comes on the tell all Brittany doesn't show up. And the producers are just like, have you talked to Brittany? He's like, no, like she constantly will just ignore me for several weeks. And then she'll just turn up and be like, Hey, how's it going? And she just does that to him all the time. And he's over it or whatever but they yeah. eventually he eventually gets Brittany on the phone and that's the only way she's on the tell-on she's like yeah I had to leave because the person doing my hair didn't know how to do my hair and everyone's like what mm. they're like it was they're like it's no. New York City like you could have found someone like they would have found someone for you it was New York yeah. it was really strange so yeah that's that's Brittany whatever that's Brittany and we've come to the end of season one guys we've probably been recording for about three and a half hours I do apologize with all my life stories but I think this is a good chance to take a little bit of a break I'm gonna go get another Stella um and then we're gonna head into season two with you've been waiting for it guys the return of Jesse we'll be right back Hello, it's Pauline here and I'm jumping into the middle of the convo very quickly to first of all, thank you all for listening and supporting us on our podcast journey so far. And to let you know, um, we have a new segment we're preparing for ongoing potty episodes. We have a call to action to anyone listening that can become one of our agents in the field. In future episodes, we will be including stories and tales sent in by you, our dear listeners, to give us the inside scoop. If you or anyone you know of has been on a TLC show, worked on a TLC show, has been a long-suffering PA on a TLC show, or has just any kind of insight and knowledge of what goes on behind the scenes, we want to hear from you. All submissions will be kept completely anonymous. Just email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. You're amazing. And back to the show. Okay, we are back and we are going to go into season two. So, Kate, we should do the same thing. We'll just run through everyone. Um, I'm going to give you the royal honors. Go with Jesse. You can start. Just okay. Go, wow. go. I'm, I'm shocked you gave me Jesse. Uh, okay, go so, on. Jesse was <laughs> with a woman you might have heard of if you're a fan of TLC at all, Darcy Silva. Dream, dream, <laughs> legend, dream iconic figure in the 90 day franchise so to say the least they didn't work out Uh, (laughs) so um alcohol screaming manipulation gaslighting fake louboutin heels getting stuck in escalators not Um, cutting on the bias of the stake (laughs) Um, forcing a man to um be a stepfather when he's like 21 um him giving her a ring in a proposal like fashion and saying i'm actually not you know proposing to you it was beautiful screaming fights in new york city it was everything you could dream of for a 90 day couple just the cream of the crop i mean it was, it was. <laughs> so 
he at this point is 28 <laughs> question mark look tender loving care our podcast has a question mark for a reason because we question whether any of these shows are tender loving or caring and we put a question mark at the end of jesse's age because i think someone is completely and utterly bullshitting us if he is a day i don't think he is a day younger than 34 that's the age i think he is and it's like a rough 34 you look at him and you're like you partied you partied yeah Uh, Kate someone has to do an expose on this like the New Yorker the New Yorker has to go into an expose of Jesse's real age I mean that's what we need right now that's what the world needs so he's he's apparently 28 he's from Amsterdam but he's living in Russia right now but he's he's global he is a he he, he, he describes his work as uh he he works in the luxury travel space all right let's just start give give that a second give give that a little bit of a pause what does that mean to you listeners when you see his Instagram, which is a treat, like guys go to his Instagram. It is a lot of him looking out from yachts in jungles in Bali, just living this. And then motivational quotes, obviously mm-hmm. underneath his profession is unclear to say the least. Kate and I have debated this a lot. I think what it is is that he has a little bit of a following on Instagram, but still he's not like he's a million people following him, but I think he has a lot of people following him. So what he does is he found a way to kind of finagle his way into certain hotels and say, you know, I can promote you um, if I stay here for a week. And I think he started doing that. And then from there got more exposure. So better places, (sighs) How many? He has a lot of followers. How many? 1.2 million. Is his last name Meester? Jesse Meester. Yeah, of course. How many people did he buy of those 1.2 million followers? Well, that's a yeah, question mark. Yeah. Again, the question mark comes into play. <laughs> but actor. So he has one point. Don't read his bio. Please, for the love of God, read his bio. Jesse Meester, actor, marketing agency, NFTs, and DeFi, whatever that is, luxury real estate and travel, shop at Meester store, coaching at Meester PT, podcast, taken. There's just a woman emoji, taken. And then there's an envelope emoji, book. Okay. NFTs are the equivalent of club promoters now. Like if anyone... (laughs) has nft in their bio it's the equivalent of early 2000s la club promoter that's what it is jet he has 1.2 yeah he does life coaching he does life coaching at old people's homes there was like one shot of him i can't remember which 90 day episode he was on and he's like you know i uh i go i can't i can't do a um a Holland accent, but he's like, and I go and I give, you know, really inspirational talk. And he always is so emphatic in the way he speaks. You know, I I give these talks and they change lives. They change lives. And of course, TLC did him so dirty and just, there was just a shot of him in this old people's home (laughs) with a whiteboard going positivity manifest. It's like, shove it up your ass. I mean, it's pain is just weakness leaving the body. (laughs) Oh, 
his link tree is Dying. so long. There's so many links. <laughs> I mean, he's a podcaster and he sells t-shirts. What kind Ambio. of <laughs> uh, what kind of numbnut would do that? By the way, please check out a Brit in the Sun on Instagram where I sell t-shirts. <laughs> um, you are yeah. getting a Jesse cameo for your next birthday. Oh, fuck. can you imagine his cameos? Hi, hi, hi Pauline. Um, just want to say thank you so much for being such a fan. Like, thank you so much for understanding that I can do so much for this world and that I really am someone that's changing lives. You're amazing. Let's keep manifesting. Go and work out, or you're a piece of shit. Love, Jesse. It's just it. I, it would be outstanding. You're getting one as well for your birthday. Oh, good. He's so he's what I think Pauline would describe as a massive knobend. Exactly. <laughs> Very accurate. <laughs> He is a monstrous knobend at this knob point. He's, okay. ter- he's a terrible human being. So he is going to the, his whole his whole arc on this season. He's going to Columbia to meet up with Jennifer. Jennifer. Yes. She is a gorgeous. Yes. 27 year old model. Yeah. And she was also on 90 day. So this mm-hmm. is kind of a fun mm-hmm. thing. They're both 90 day alums. So she was with Tim. Um, maybe oh, you Tim. can talk about that. I didn't see this. Yeah, I did. Tim was, so Tim is a guy that had a, like, as a, as Dorinda would say, I keep doing a lot of housewife reference. He had a nickel in his pocket. He had a little bit of money and he had fallen in love with her. And she is this very strong woman physically. And uh, I mean, the first shot of her in this is literally climbing up a mount, like a, a mountain. She's like abseiling down a mountain. She's uh, she's got a ripped body, very very fit woman, and she's raised a child on her own. She has her own money. She works. Like she's just a powerful, very gorgeous woman. This guy Tim, <laughs> a little bit of uh, let's say he has money and he all his shots of himself were from the ground to make him look taller he Mm. was a little guy and he goes over there and he can't even bear to have sex with her because he's so intimidated he goes and he's lying in bed with the most gorgeous woman and he's just can't have sex so it was a complete failure his trip so she's like and then i found jesse and we've been communicating and and you know i just think he's he's so she just basically read off his bio he's so worldly he's you know into luxury like he's just such a wise guy and he's going to come over from russia to see me in colombia so we see him going over there and he has the louis vuitton uh tote travel bag that is the one that is the um iridescent which i've never seen a man carry so i i was in, intrigued by that um he's someone that <laughs> yeah anyway so he he's he he gets on the plane but you don't see him traveling which makes me think you didn't go first class you wanted to go first class you didn't go first class um so he gets to columbia and at first he's like oh you know i just want to respect her i don't want to have sex straight away because this is so beautiful and amazing we're so bonded and then they go oh the the magician i forgot so we see they go to the hotel right and it's jennifer and she's like oh he's so amazing and i really like she's completely enamored by him yeah and she goes to get ready for the dinner and she comes out and she just looks bombastic she's wearing like this black skin tight body con body con dress she just is gorgeous woman and she's so pretty as well and just 
been like I'm quite in love with her actually and she comes out and Jess <laughs> Jesse thought he had an appointment at a child's birthday to be a magician because he was wearing <laughs> a boat a green glitter bow tie with matching suit he looked like he was about to pull like a bunch of flowers out of his sleeve he looked fucking ridiculous i'll just say that he's gonna, that's, pull, that's, he's gonna pull that some is, nfts out of his hat <laughs> who wants to talk to me about nfts and um so they go to this i mean it was really actually really cringy it made me uncomfortable they yeah. go to this um restaurant and it's just a regular run-of-the-mill restaurant it was like a red lobster <laughs> something yeah. like that he's dressed up like a, in a like a fucking kids magician and he's going oh, i would like the um oh like i have a cabernet cabernet sauvignon please and they bring over like white wine and he's like what is this so he has to, to just be very very quick about it this guy is someone that has this persona that he has learned he thinks sorry he thinks he's learned how to behave in social circumstances having pleasantries and coming off as a quote-unquote quote unquote gentleman. He thinks that I behave this way. I hold doors. I say please and thank you. And everyone thinks I'm from a different class than I'm actually from. He's someone that's been running from how he was brought up for a really long time. So he thinks if I act this way, people will think I come from money. Essentially that's what his gripe is. I really do believe that. So yeah. He has this whole air of thank you so much. And then they come over and they just bring in this white wine. And he's like, oh, I asked for a Cabernet. And he doesn't speak any Spanish. So he drinks it and he's like disgusted by it. They bring over steak, um, which isn't cooked properly. And he's like, this is disgusting. And he, you see him turn. Like he has, you see the veil gets lifted every so every now and then with him. And he couldn't, he caught himself because he realized the veil was getting pulled up. But he was like, what is this? This is terrible. This whole evening's ruined. Like he just started acting like a child and he caught himself. You could really see him catching himself and going, uh, um, it, but it's okay. Cause I'm, I'm with you, my love. I'm with you, my love. And you're like, there we go. So after he's finished all his magic tricks, they go back to the hotel and they get to the room and he's like, let's, oh God, he is so awful. He's just so awful. He's like, why don't we just get in some, um, in some dressing gown robes? And so they both get in robes and he pulls out like this, he's drinking like this espresso at like 11 o'clock at night to show how, you know, worldly he is, Kate. Right. Remember, he's really worldly. Don't forget that. Yeah, he's been to Espana. And so he's drinking this and he's like, so, you know, I thought maybe we should do some breathing te techniques. And I she's, mean. she's like, okay. He's like, yes, yeah, some yoga meditation. He just throws in all these words, yoga, meditation, breathing techniques. He's like, come and sit on my lap. And you're like, all right. And then they just end up boning like straight away. And then he's like, yeah, I didn't expect it to happen so soon, but you know, we have so much chemistry. Like, shut up, dude. All right, just shut up. So then he meets her child and he's just terrible with kids. He doesn't want kids. He's not for no. sure. Um, and then, but you know, he has to act like he does. They go on a couple of trips. He's like head over heels for her. Yeah. And he's like, tells her like after day three, you know, I love you. And then she doesn't say it back. And once again, the veil comes up. Like mm -hmm. he's like, why didn't she say that? Why didn't she say that? And he's someone that holds grudges and he, and he waits, he waits because she didn't say it back. Um, it's been three days. 
they end up at this island and he says it on the way to the island and then she mentions something and he goes oh were you given money to go out with this man or something and you could see he was waiting to just hurt her because the fight start you remember the fight started because she was upset because his Instagram, she was concerned oh. because his Instagram, he has like girls in the photos sometimes. So I think okay. she was kind of bringing that up, but he okay. like retaliated in a shitty way. Like you're saying, he, and he was like, well, you're on your Instagram and like, yeah, aren't you getting bought, getting free dinners from guys and like whatever, whatever. And she just was like so insulted. And so she walks off and he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. Like he refuses to like own up to what he did. So yeah, he doesn't he doesn't yeah. own up to anything. He says this l- lame comment. She gets very very angry at him, but they make up. And then I fast forwarded a lot of it. What else happens with them? They're just in love. Well, right? they're I mean yeah, they're like oh this they're this is good for my my influence on Instagram. Like say. she's she's gonna look really good on my grid. And also a big part of the season is she has this childhood friend who's obsessed with her mm. and in love with her. And they meet up with him and they have lunch and uh, he is very, so they're speaking in Spanish. Jesse doesn't know Spanish. Which is so strange for such a worldly man. Interesting. Yeah. It's like a pretty, pretty much one of the, I would say it's one of the easier languages to pick up, but maybe that's just because I've studied it the most. But anyways, this guy, this hometown guy is like you don't really want to be with him. Like I'll always mm-hmm. be in love with you. And there's all the, and Jesse's like, well, did you guys, he's, he's getting really into the nitty gritty. Like, well, did you guys have sex? Did yeah. you finger her? Did you like, he's like, Oh my God. It's stop. like, it's like very detailed. And they're like, no, like, it's just so uncomfortable. I mean, she had sex with him. I mean, it's obvious everyone like, obviously. should sex with him. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so then, um, basically they end up parting ways. They're really sad because Jesse's leaving. <laughs> And she goes ahead and gives him her panties that he... Excuse me? Knitted. I didn't see that. Yeah. That's... that's at the I end just... Of- he... Just go and look him up, listeners. If you don't know who Jesse is, please just go and look at his Instagram. I mean, I know I'm giving him probably followers now because it is hilarity to follow him. I mean, then, it, it's... I'm sure if you go on YouTube, there's like a, a good like Jesse being an asshole compilation. There's got to be. There's got to be. Yeah. So in the end, um, the tell-all for season two, you see them, which is hilarious. They actually bring Tim back, who Jennifer was originally with, to kind of um, speak to them. And Jesse just says about five times in the introduction, yes, you know, uh, we are... We're still very, very much in love. And uh, we're actually going to be buying a house in uh, Spain. We're going to be buying a house (laughs) along with uh, the house they have in uh, Holland and uh, the house they have in Russia. Doesn't say he owns them. He has, so he rents a place or he's talking about his parents' place or he is just, and so he mentions this place in Spain like five times. And I wanted to say, is that going to be with Jennifer's kid? Or are you going to sort out an arrangement where you can make sure her mother looks after the kid? Because I can guarantee you that kid isn't going to be living with jesse yeah he doesn't want any kid i hope that he never has a kid because that kid will not receive the love it deserves so anyway Um, they're going strong that was kind of the end of jesse yep they follow his adventures well back to ed (laughs) oh please make this quick please we'll go quick we'll go quick okay so uh big ed and liz broke up to the shock of no one um 
and he's telling it, he's kind of like reminiscing on the relationship with Liz. And he's like, I've not, you know, I had never given a woman multiple orgasms in my life. And yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. And he's like, his ego's like a little bit inflated now. And he cuts his hair. Thank God. And he does look like a million times better with the short hair. Mm Uh, and then he, and he does keep the grody hair clippings in a paper bag that I suspect he still has and probably displays. Uh, so then, um, let's see, he is trying to convince us that he's grown a lot and it's been like fucking six months or something. He's like, yeah, Yeah. I'm a totally new person. And, um, his whole thing is like, I'm not going to date anyone that's in their twenties anymore. 30s only 30s only how noble oh wow yeah and so then um his whole segment is basically he goes down to mexico he brings his mom she's i believe from mexico um yeah and he meets up with this woman named kaori Mm -hmm. who is honestly an incredible woman and way too good Mm -hmm. for ed which she would never date ed No, no. And she was so just to say she was the reason he went down there is because there's some weird setup scene with him talking to a friend and saying, I just want to meet someone I'm ready to date again. And she goes, I have this friend Curie in Mexico. And then they get on this like three way Zoom call or FaceTime. And then she's like, oh, why don't you come down and visit me? It was very odd. Yeah, it was very unnatural. And it's a whole thing. I mean, they they, their first date, there's like gunshots outside and that was actually a kind of crazy episode because Mm -hmm. it's very real it it happened and the cameras go down and yeah you saw like all the pa i mean there was you just saw jeff jeff was told to wait outside and deal with it yeah jeff was was on the phone they were like look jeff we got you this trip down to Mexico. Don't fuck this up. Someone's getting shot outside. Go and see what's going on. And if you can film it, you get a $50 bonus. So Jeff was left <laughs> Lunch is on us tomorrow, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> You'll Looking... only have to work 18 hours tomorrow. We'll cut down your hours to 18. So uh, <laughs> Jeff, the PA, like narrowly escaped the bullets outside. And yes. So basically him and Kiori, they, they have several dates. She's clearly, clearly, clearly not interested in him. The best part I feel like of this season is this dinner between Ed and Kaori. And he is just incessantly talking. He has to fill the silence with nonsense. And he just wants to move a thousand miles per hour in his life. Mm -hmm. He's like, He's like, oh, well, well, I like you. I like you. I think we should date. Like, let's get married. And she just, she just turns to him and she goes, don't you ever just stop talking and listen Mm. to other people? Like, Mm. can't you just, she's basically like, can't you just ever shut the fuck up? Mm -hmm. And he's never had someone say that to him. I don't think. And he was shocked. He was like, yeah. And you know, th- we go on this whole journey with Kaori and then what happens? Him and Liz are back together six months after filming and they're engaged it's, to be married in August of this year. Yeah, I guess we're coming up. We're next coming month. up. To the, next month. Next month, they're getting married. This, what you see at the reunion, she's brought out again and she's, you see these private conversations off camera. She's like, you know, I've just missed you so much. Liz, this 20, missed you so much, Ed. I hate waking up, not, I, not being next to you. I hate, 
he cheated on her. A voicemail was released. I can't remember the ins and outs of him screaming obscenities at her, mm-hmm. gaslighting her, being emotionally abusive to her. And she's there going, you know, I miss you. I think we should try again. And he's like, we should try again. And they're engaged. You're just yeah, like, give me a break. Give me a break. They, I mean, it's such a bunch of bullshit. That's all it it's is. A it's a bunch mess. of bullshit. Yeah. We go to Sinjin, which... He's kind of brief as well on this yeah. one. Sinjin was South African party guy that got married when he absolutely 100% should never have got married no. um, to, what was her name? Tanya. Tanya. Um, who, like, he came over to the States for the 90 days. She left him for like a whole month to go and practice to be a witch or something in Costa Rica. It was, was so weird. It was so weird. Anyway, um, Sinjin is someone that is kind of what you think of if you have any opinions or know any South Africans. He's tall, he's big, he drinks a shit ton, wants to party all the time and wants just an axe and to live in the forest. Like he needs to be free. He should never ever have been married in a million years. So we it opens with the breakdown of him and Tanya, which is really hard to watch them breaking up actually. It, it is. It's very sad. It's really sad to watch just because you're watching in real time two people saying goodbye bite Ew. it was it was it was not good to watch he gets drunk he breaks a glass it's it's just like, it's it a was mess. really painful really painful and then he just like fucks off to arizona and he's like you know where the promised land is you know where it is arizona, arizona. at least it's not nevada <laughs> oh yeah exactly all these tlc shows oh anyway so he goes off to Arizona. He does this whole road trip where he literally is just in a forest with an axe camping. And he's in it. He like, couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. And you see him, he goes on a couple of dates and he just readjusts to his life because he's staying with a friend who's South African there. And you just see him drinking and partying and trying to get his life together. And then the reunion, you know, he comes back with Tanya. And it was, it was really sad seeing them together. And she said, you know, he did ask me for money. And then they kind of get into that. And he's like, yeah, because I needed to go to LA because I wanted to go to the beach. He's like, I couldn't pay my rent. So I got asked you if you could pay my rent so I could go, so I could fly out to LA for a couple of days to go to the beach. So that's Sinjin. Um, and, but, you know, he's a lovable moron in a set. He, he just shouldn't, yeah. he makes terrible decisions in his he, life. He should like, never have got married and should never get married. He's like a, a drunk puppy. He's, he's like, yeah. But he's also, and he, that doesn't excuse some of his behavior. I mean, he never no. cheated on her. He never seemed as though he was abusive or anything, but he just should never got married. I mean, it was a bad, bad choice to make. Some people sh- just should never get married. Yeah. Um, so he's out living in the forest somewhere. Yep. And they kind of said goodbye on the reunion. Then we come to Stephanie. Stephanie is a hard one. We saw her original season. She's bisexual. She's in love with a girl in Australia. She goes over to go and see her in Australia. But she has no intimacy with her at all and this girl is like we haven't even kissed dude like what are you doing here they get in massive fights she leaves they never speak again um stephanie starts off the season by saying um you know i'm completely celibate i decided to be celibate for three years the way i get off is watching baking shows it was all that it was kind of rubbish she's her online presence is kind of only fans and sexual stuff and she's become extremely wealthy extremely wealthy from OnlyFans, but then also she has created along with other partners her own 
online um, version of OnlyFans, essentially. So she now keeps her own profits as well as other people's. Like she is making bank. And um, she says, I've decided I want to break my celibacy. She, so she's exploring all of this, men and women. She goes on a date with a man, which was just painful. And then she says, I kind of really fancy my hairstylist. So she said, we had one night where she did my hair. And then I said, do you want to take a bath? And that's what she keeps saying to people, which is really it's so annoying. She said, do you want to take a bath? She's like, so we took a bath together, but we just kissed. I don't know about you. If I'm taking a bath with someone, it's not just to kiss. I, it was, it was, it was really, really it, stupid. It was a strange scenario. I, I don't, I don't know what to think of Stephanie. I mean, she's, she's clearly very intelligent. She is really pretty. She's got a lot going for her. She seems like a person just kind of trying to figure out what she wants and who she wants to be. And she sells her farts in a jar. That's, that's actually serious. Kate's not being dead on. Yeah. She's dead ass. She sells her farts in a jar. Um, she ends up having this party and her, this guy she dated when she was like, what, 16 or something. Yeah. He comes over and he's like, hey, Stephanie, you're on TV now. He's, I'm he's never grown. He's never grown no. up. That guy is still 16. He's a townie. To, he's a townie. Going to escape. What does townie actually mean? It's an American term I hear. I don't, what does that mean? Townie, townie is a person who grew up in a small town, never left. They're mm. a barfly. They frequent, oh, they frequent all the same locations. They stay the same. There's not that much growth. Got it. Townie. very accurate so that's him yeah and they also take a bath <laughs> yeah she's like so i've decided i'm gonna lose my uh, celibacy to him because i was gonna lose my virginity to him but that didn't work out so i'm gonna break my celibacy with him so you see her going let's take a bath they take a bath and in the morning she's like we didn't have sex i what why are you taking baths with me uh, anyway so then she goes on from there and she's the sex expert that tells her to make it her own sex tape and i don't know it just goes on and on with her and in the end, she keeps having baths with people, but no sex. Mm-hmm. But the reunion. The reunion. Now, I'm going to give everyone a little bit of warning here. I don't know if you are currently at work, if you have us on speaker, if you have anything. But I'm going to talk about some pretty explicit stuff. So if there's anyone around, please make sure you put your uh, ear pods in right now. Because Stephanie came on this reunion and they said, you know, have you broken your celibacy? She goes, you know, I have. And they're like, oh, great. With who? With who? Uh, She's like, it's a man in Paris. She said, we've been communicating for a while. I flew to Paris. And this is what she said. Like, well, it was a very innocent kind of, oh, good. You've met someone. That's so cool. And she just goes into we met, we went back to the hotel. We had sex straight away, but it was like anal. Then we did, you know, we had oral, anal, vaginal. We were doing it everywhere. We did these positions. He tied me up. He spat in my mouth. <laughs> You're just like, if you were falling asleep and it was background noise, you have now sat up and you're looking at the TV, just like, excuse me, Stephanie, Stephanie. give me a second. Stephanie, I'm happy for you, but give me a second, dude. They were just asking if you're in a relationship. And she's like, I love someone spitting in my mouth. And you're like, right. I, I, great. 
That's scary. She goes, and I'm going to explore like tying each other up and, you know, like maybe some um, rough play and like, I was like, what? All right. All right. I mean, just asked if you break your cell. If you were dating someone, dude, I was just asking if you were dating someone and you told me all that. I I didn't need this, but (laughs) thank you. Moving on. How are you doing? I mean, it was just, it was so much. It's the kind of thing, like she all of a sudden just started talking on national television. Like you only would talk to your very best friend. Like this is stuff that it's like, it's not kink shaming. It's like, go off, go off girl. But like, she just on TV was like, yeah. And then we like, he fucking slapped my ass and called me mommy. It's like, whoa. Some of this stuff she was saying, you're just like, and I, I was like, is anyone else here just going, <laughs> what the fuck? And you just had Debbie going, good on you. That's when we move on to Debbie. Debbie, Debbie is the 69-year-old mother of cult. Kate, take it away. Debbie is, this is basically how, if you've heard of the movie, how Stella got her groove back. This is how Debbie got her groove back. She dyes her hair purple. She goes on a shopping spree. She gets a tattoo of a butterfly on her tit. She is ready to get out there. She's horny as hell. She says, so shocked. She says, I don't want to be in the fucking friend zone. I want to be in the fucking fuck zone. And that is how she talks. That was a great impression. This is a woman that's 69 years old. Nothing to do with her age. It's with how she's been, because you've seen her for quite a few seasons, right? You saw her in the season before this with Colt, but you also saw her in all of Colt's 90 Day. Yep. She is this very, you know, kind of dowdy looking woman that never took care of herself, really. There's some teeth missing, her hair. You know, she never dyed it. She never got her nails done. Nothing like that. She didn't really, you know, do a lot of upkeep. And this the season opens with her getting a tattoo very oddly placed. It's not like an Amy Winehouse Blake across her breast. It's like off center, off her boob. It's really strange <laughs> place of this tattoo. And I'm like, good for you. You're 69. She's like, I want a date. Good for you. This is awesome. I love this. And she sits down with these two girlfriends um one was like her age the other one seemed to be like her like a daughter's age like maybe in her early 40s and she's at this brewery and she just goes yeah I did meet someone so I decided to go on the apps of someone I met and um you know uh we met and then I said do you want to come back to my place in the middle of the day in Vegas and he came back to my place and you know we fooled around and the woman goes fooled around she's like yeah we fucked I'm like I'm sorry (laughs) just like Stephanie give me a minute Give me a goddamn minute. I just I, got here and you are. Okay. And she is talks about sex nonstop, which is absolutely awesome that she wants yeah. it. But, but she's just like, you, then you remember Colty. He likes it five times a day. And you're like, okay, she hasn't dated in 30 years. And I would say like, I was so enamored by her um, enthusiasm. And she did, she got her shit together. She got her hair done. She did herself, she got her nails done. She got new clothes and she wanted to date. And all of these guys, well, you can, um, you can begin to imagine what she met in Las Vegas in her age range. I mean, bottom of the barrel on Tinder. She... I also want to say had a great makeover. I mean, she, she did. She looked 10 years younger. Yeah, she did. She um, did. 
so she just wanted a lot of sex she wanted a lot of sex well and it doesn't surprise me because i remember on like Colt's seasons of the show when they would talk to debbie she's just like yeah you know i haven't dated anyone since colt was since uh we got divorced and you know i have my cats and i have my cats and we cuddle and we just i'm with my cats and you're Mm. like okay and then yeah so this was really cool to see she's like you know what this is my moment now good for her good for her so she's anyway she's on these dates um what is the first date is that the guy who like lies and has a police record no and that wasn't even confirmed on the second one I mean there were a couple there was one guy that took her to this place because I don't know if they just you've got to remember when they're filming like they go to these random places because they need to get you know be able to film there and he takes her to somewhere that looks like it's out of the movie Tremors from Kevin with starring Kevin Bacon in 1989. That I don't know why that came to me, but it's dusty. It's a bar that has a slot machine, slot machines in it. It made me weep. It made the 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 establishment made me weep. It wasn't even on the strip, which is bad enough. It was off strip in a landfill, <laughs> basically. Surrounded by human and physical garbage. I mean, it was so depressing. It, it was floor. hard to watch. You know, the floors are sticky. The floors are you sticky. Know. Everyone's got two cig- one one Marlboro Red in one mouth in the mouth, and then one ready to light up. You know, yep. they just it's it's chain smoke. The kids are doing it too. You had a twelve year old drinking a whiskey. I mean, it was awful. This place. Yeah. So she's like, that was quite a good day. And then he never. <laughs> then he said, <laughs> I mean, this is where we're at. This is where we're at, listeners. And then he goes. Oh, uh, I, suddenly he's like, I got to get, get Rio for work. And she said, oh, oh, okay. And honestly, he looked like, wow, well, <laughs> I'll just leave it to your imagination. Um, so she, he never calls her again. No. And she's like, what? She's constantly like, what the fuck? I just want to get fucked. And you're like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> Can a girl get dicked down? Oh my God. Seriously. And he never calls. And then there's this weird scene where she's like looking him up, but she can barely, I don't know if she really knew what she was looking at. She's like, I think he's married. So in the end, she, did she, I think that was it. Then I don't think there was anyone else, but I hope she meets someone that wants as much sex as her because she's ready to give it. Yeah. Well, we have one person left. Do you, oh, we do. I had to go down on my notes. I thought we were done. Not only. Natalie talk. This is Natalie. So we so we meet again. We are brought into the world of Natalie from is she from the Ukraine? Yeah, Ukraine. She's Ukrainian, yeah. And Natalie, we'd seen her season was the most depressing, awful season. She came from the Ukraine with this guy who lived in the middle of nowhere in America, in the woods, essentially in the woods. Yeah, with a house that was just cold all the time. He was like six foot eight. She's like five foot five uh, with wild, curly, gorgeous blonde hair Who who's a vegetarian, as am I, which is so wonderful. She had a pet rat um, and she was bored out of her mind. She stayed in this house 
that in the middle of nowhere, she had no friends, nothing to do. It was torture for her. And this guy was just a lump. That's the only way to describe him emotionally, physically. He was a depressive. He was just a horrible person for her. And she, the thing you've got to know about Natalie as well, which is super important, is that she, when she speaks, she spe- the mouth doesn't open. The jaw is constantly tense like this. So she speaks like this. And I don't understand. Like, what are you saying? I don't, I'm 38 and I'm going to start modeling. <laughs> I mean, she really is. She gives us a lot. Yeah. So we saw her torturous time up there and God knows where um, with him. She's not divorced yet, separated. It opens with her in, is she in Miami? I think so. No, she's in Florida. No, she's in Florida. I don't know if she's in Miami. Well, wherever she is, you see her and she's very exaggerated. So it's as though she's watched herself on TV a hundred times and realized, oh, when I look like that, like my boobs don't look too good, or I have to stand up straight and get my shoulders back. And when I walk to elongate my legs, I have to like stride. And so everything is exaggerated. You see her just walking across this beach and it's all like, she's practically doing like ballerina points as she walks <laughs> and the hair's getting flung and she's like big uh, doe eyes and the, the, the chin's down and the eyes are up. And it's like, dude, we just asked you to do a cross. Like just do a cross on camera and we're fine. So everything with her is so her facial expressions are always like her, the mouth doesn't open when she talks, but everything else is so big and exaggerated and she's very conscious of the, <laughs> the camera. And she it, wait, she wait. It, so this your remind your physicality and the way you're describing yeah. this is reminding me of like Ramona Singer at That's the Regency. Ramona at the Regency. Just like being coquettish. It is yeah. Ramona. I was get you so funny. You say that I was going to compare her to Ramona. I was like, that's the third or fourth housewife. But yep. Ramona is always like, I have to put my arms out when I speak and I'm in someone's face and do, and I will tell you, like, it's just a lot all the time. Yeah. And that is exactly what she's like. It's always big. She's very exaggerated. Yes. What else about her, Kate? I mean, you mentioned this in your impression of her, but she does want to be a model. (laughs) She is like 38, 38. Okay, here's the deal. For everyone that wants to become a model, when you say modeling, there's many models. You could do Instagram modeling, right? Which means you get sponsorship and you may get a couple of bucks. Catwalk modeling, a Kate Moss you're probably scouted at around 12 or 13. So when you're, which is, which they have to scout you then, they don't, 18 and 19 is old for the modeling world. So when you're at 38, I'm just going to say, I don't think you're going to be in Milan uh, uh, next season. I just don't think it's going to happen. No. Yeah. I mean, just no. Maybe some commercial type. You could stuff. do commercial, but even the commercials, you have had a history of modeling. Right. So she, and by the way, she's not in my, I don't think she was in Miami. I think she was in somewhere like Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> and so she goes to a, she decides to go to a modeling, um, a modeling, I don't know, it was called a, a modeling workshop or something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in like a Hilton. <laughs> 
It's in like a Hilton conference room, right? And she's, she walks in, everything's exaggerated against boobs are out and legs are and toes are pointed and the mouth is completely shut. <laughs> and um, she goes in there and literally should have seen the people. Of course, all of them had to pay like 250 bucks, right, to go to this bullshit thing with these con artists so mike had to pay for 250 bucks. mike had to pay that's her ex-husband who kate you said he's paying for everything right yeah you find out on the tell-all they're like mike are you still paying for her her existence and he's like yeah <laughs> like, he's horrible oh his God. shirt was but he couldn't even he couldn't even bother to find a button-up shirt that fit him he's such a schlub i can't even with him i can't yeah. with him yeah so anyway she goes to this and she's like, I've decided, I've decided I'm going to be a model. So I decided to come to this and just see how I do. And she's walking. And there's, by the way, the people around her look like they all just came from. I'm gonna, no, I shouldn't. They all, they don't, they, they are all older and not model material. Let me be very nice and just say that none of them at all will ever ever get paid to model let's just put it it's a motley it's a motley crew the motley crew and so she meets someone called johnny who i'm gonna johnny calls himself a model johnny is also it's debatable what age he is but definitely 38 plus he's got curly kind of long black hair and he wears a kangol hat backwards and he wears a reflect (laughs) reflective once again iridescent collared button-up shirt with like shorts in a florida heat to go for a walk on i can't even everything about the aesthetic kills me so much first of all we're in florida second of all he's wearing the most horrific items that that i i want to burn everything and then burn him from my memory it's just, uh, she, and he's like, yeah, I'm a model. Is his face that needs to be exfoliated and he's red on his nose and he's like, I'm a model. And she's like, I do, I do find Johnny quite attractive. You know, <laughs> like someone get me away from here, please. And then she sits, she's gone on like three dates with them. She sits down with them. He's like, very honestly, I'm on Johnny's side for this. He's like, well, I'd like to kiss you. And he leans in and she fucking slaps him. <laughs> No, I don't want to kiss. Don't do that to me. I don't want to kiss. Don't. Well, you could have just said no. And I think he would have been okay. She's just like, whack. And so she's like, take me home. So then he just drives her home back to the hotel. And she's like, I'm so, and then she, she's very childlike. She's like, I'm so angry. How could he do this to me? He's so bad. He's such a bad person. Um, Natalie, I, I don't know what to say to you anymore, love. I, I, I'm kind of bereft at this point. I mean, she did what Liz should have done to Ed. Yes. To be honest. Yes. Um, yeah. Anything even, else with her? I don't even know where she ends up. I mean, she doesn't find anyone. She just no. seems disgusted by everyone, but she really wants to have a kid. And Const- Yeah, that's it. She wants a baby. I forget. She's always like, I want a baby. I want a baby. And mm-hmm. then oh, it gets revealed in the reunion that she'd slipped in an interview and revealed that she'd been actually married twice before marrying Mike. So she's been <laughs> married three times. <laughs> 
And she's Natalie. like, yes, uh, yeah, I didn't want to tell anyone, but yes, I have actually been married three times. Oh my god, she's she's great. She, she does. I'm fine seeing her again. I'm yeah, I, I think again. she's really funny. Yeah, Kate, we ran through them all. Wow. Listeners, this has been a wild ride. I feel I've been up, I've been down, I've been sideways, I've done accents. Kate's done great impression work this week. I think we have nothing left but wheel of shame. I think we should spin the wheel. (laughs) Our favorite. (laughs) All right, let's get giddy. Everyone's getting giddy. Everyone's listening. Everyone's listening. All right, we've got to go to the wheel of shame. This is the moment where we go and spin. Now we've got to we've got to say as well because we are doing part one and part two of this. This is just ninety episode nineteen part one. We're going to only spin for one show here. So when we have Sister Wives season five through eight, which is episode nineteen part two, just as if this wasn't complicated enough for all of you, we're going to spin the second episode to watch then. Just subscribe to our podcast. Just, just honestly, please just listen to us, please, and, and then it'll just pop up in your feed, and you don't yeah, have to worry to about when it's coming out. Just it'll listen; just, it'll appear. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm getting into the weeds. All right, so we're going to spin now for our um, first first show for a week from now. All right, Kate, you ready? I'm so ready. Alaskan right, woman let's... looking for love. The Doss. Doss. After 90 days, that would actually be quite good to have a dust. All right, I'm going to spin it. Okay, Okay. it's spinning. Okay, come on. Just give us a good... I want like a relationship one. Okay. Yeah. Always. Uh, Okay. Um, It's not... Okay, this may be... No, it's actually not. I'm I'm being very optimistic. (laughs) Kate, it's not wedding. Okay, because we never want wedding. It's not wedding. Yeah. That's always good. I think it's, I think it's kids. Okay. What did, what did you spin? Okay. Um, I know I've seen this pop up, but I don't know if it's like one of those stupid family shows, which is really, really boring. Like that, um, that Chrisley one. Is that Chris? Is Chrisley even TLC or is that E? I think what it's is e, that? I think it's E. It's Chrisley knows best or something. Uh, yeah, which is anyway. I thought it's kind of like this. I don't know. I haven't watched it. It's called. I think it's new. Welcome. So we've got. For, this is the first show that we're going to be watching. Welcome to Plathville. Do you yes, know it? I do. I've heard really good things about this. It's it's okay. Like kids, kids breaking out of something like strict family. Maybe I mean, religion. I'm worried because I have seen it. I've seen it pop up. And I have seen that it's like a big family. And I'm thinking, I don't know if it's going to be like a, what were those ones that the Duggars? I'm worried in case it's going to be this ultra Christian Duggars-esque. It's like, oh, that's too much. I hope not. But I've, I've heard good things about it. I've been, I've actually, okay. I've, been, I've been meaning to watch this one. So I think it's going to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry, excuse me, Alexis. That was a little hickey uppy. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, well, look, this is at least it's something new, and this mm-hmm. is a newish one, so it's not hopefully gonna be a ton of seasons. And I'm see, all right, well, it is what it is. That's our first one. It's a new one, it's not Alaskan women looking for love. Okay, I think the day we get that, I'll probably cry. I think there will be sobs coming gonna... from me. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm probably gonna break down, uh, like Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, yes, Muhammad. 
Put on those Coke bottle glasses and cry like a child. When we get, Kate, I'm not going to lie. I have, here's the deal. Listeners, we have to watch so much TV, Kate and I. It is obscene. I would use the word obscene. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, we can't like TLC, as I said, its slogan is, it's great for when you're doing the dishes. Like that's the kind of. (laughs) <laughs> that's the kind of television that that TLC has but Kate and I can't have it on the background because we need to have these very thorough notes for our amazing listeners so Kate and I actually have to watch all this bullshit like it's not background it's like watching it and typing or writing notes at the same time so we watch a lot of shit but there has been when I've gone to watch the shit for the next <laughs> next episode we're going to record I look up Alaskan women looking for love, Kate. I do. I'm not going to lie. I look it up and mm-hmm. I see it and I retract. I don't do it. I, I hand to God, I've never watched it. I have been tempted on many a night, many Pauline? a night. Not going to do the it. Save it I'm going to hashtag save it for the party. All right, listeners, you are probably sick to death of us. So we're <laughs> going to get out of here. Um, before we go, we definitely need to do a plugity plug, plug, plug. Mm-hmm. So um, let's plug social media first of all. We'd love it for you to go and follow us, please. Instagram, TikTok, Tender Loving Care Pod, Tender Loving Care Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And then our Twitter is TLC Poddy. And Kate, where can our agents in the field email us? So agents in the field, you heard earlier about this, but if you know anyone who was on a show, if you were on a show, if you served coffee to Darcy Silva, anything about that, anything, please, please email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. And we will anonymously, sorry, two beers in, anonymously share the story on the pod. Darcy can like see over her breasts and then over the counter to order a coffee though that's my question there's a lot with the tits and the head and the height maybe she's got the fake Louboutins on she's fine it's it's a delicate balance so it is yeah it is all right so before we go oh we didn't do pounds of learning dude <gasps> oh my god okay okay uh Every week we rate the shows zero to 600. That figure is from 600 pound life. One of the most popular shows on the network, I would say, um, other than 90 days. So, mm-hmm. okay. Zero to 600 pounds of learning. I got from 90 day fiance, <laughs> the single life. Yes. I think I would, I would rate this pretty high. I mean, this, sure. this was super entertaining. Sure. Um, I learned a lot about relationship dynamics And, uh, so I would rate it probably, I'm going to say five fifteen. I I loved it. Lovely. I think that's good. I'm going to go straight 500, go straight 500. It was outstanding. Um, all right. And then just a personal plug before we go, as I had kind of, um, said earlier, I do schlep and hawk. (laughs) uh t-shirts to anybody that i can not just t-shirts i have um if you follow me on instagram at a brit in the sun b-r-i-t in the sun i do um have that's going to lead you kind of to my etsy store which has a ton of merch to do with pop culture so whether you are a lover of 90 day whether you're a lover of housewives of youtube hot messes um please go and follow me on there um i also have this is gonna be a new pluggy plug plug i talk about hot messes of youtube 
take two seconds right now just to plug a YouTube channel that I have started in ode of Foodie Beauty. Now, guys, I'm not going to go into who Foodie Beauty is. If you follow, if you follow YouTubers, and I mean not just not a Logan Paul or a Trisha Paytas, I mean bottom of the barrel, like disasters with constant drama, basically a full-on live TLC show that is constantly airing on YouTube. You will know the drama between a woman called Chantelle Marie Sarot, who's based in Canada, and Nader El Shami, an Egyptian immigrant who's now in Canada, and Didi, last name unknown, but she does look like Chris Farley. They are in a love triangle on YouTube, but this is all 100% real. I decided I wanted to create a YouTube channel about it. I have like two subscribers. So <laughs> I do it purely for joy. I would love you to go and follow me. My uh, YouTube channel name is, I literally just started it, is called British Beezing. So it's B-R-I-T-I-S-H, Beezing, B-E-E-Z-I-N, or Z if you're American. Um, I'd love you to go and follow my YouTube channel. Um, You'll see my mug on there talking a lot about um, Chantel and the absolute disaster that she produces on YouTube every single day. And that's all my plugs. Well, this has been a joy. <laughs> joy and a delight. Yeah. It has. Um, have thank a great you. week. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank, thank you, you everyone. everyone. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. As always, tell your dog, tell your hairdresser, tell your window cleaner, tell your milkman if you have a milkman. Um, we love you. You're awesome. We will see you next week. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.